Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join 
the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is it's Bachelor Clues. Oh, hey. <laughs> we are coming at you with, of course, a very special Patreon episode. You can only hear the entire thing on Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You join us in the bottom of the pit, and you're going to get all the information of this episode, plus all the information in what I believe is now roughly 30 other episodes that we've recorded for our Patreon. Dang. You're going to get access to all of our live shows that we do half an hour before the airing of every game night. You're going to get all of our creatures of the weekend. You're going to get some weird songs I've thrown in there. A bunch of clips from different reality shows that kind of go through the history of reality television, which I'm always throwing into the bottom of the pit. There's all kinds of shit in there. Access to our Discord where you're going to get to talk to everybody else who's in the bottom of the pit nonstop about all the things that keep us up at night that are Bachelor-related and some that are not. But today, what we have for you is a prepared meal of tids. These are going to be <laughs> clips from one, two, three, four different podcasts that have come out over the past couple of weeks. Some are from company men, like... Tasha Adams, like Becca Kufrin, like Caitlin Bristow. <gasps> That's right. Never. Yes. And we are going to be digging into all of these various clips, telling you what they mean, giving our reactions. And many of these clips are about Foldergate. Many of these clips <laughs> are these company men and women upholding the lie of the show about how the folders were found and when they were used in the telling of Michelle Young about that night. I mean, it's we're going to get to all of it, but rest assured, you're going to hear some 100% blatant lies from some of these company players. And I can't wait to break this down with you, Pace Case. wow Indeed. And then at the very end of this, we have some clips from Trading Secrets with Jason Tardick. He had a guest this past week, Harry Jowsey, who is a reality star that is more famous than anyone in our beloved game. He has 3.9 million Instagram followers. He's from Too Hot to Handle. If you watched that on Netflix during the pandemic, he was kind of the breakout star of it. And... He gets very in-depth into gameplay strategy, what it is like to hit a million Instagram followers, and a bunch of other cool stuff. That is at the end of this Digging Deeper. But let's just dig into this. Let's begin. Got my shovel. Let's start digging. Well, if you got your shovel, then I think you're ready for... Digging Deeper. Okay. So if you've done a Digging Deeper with us in the past, you know how this works. We're going to play a clip, and then we are going to examine it. So we're going to play this first clip for you now. This comes from a little program called Bachelor Happy Hour. This was from the episode that aired on October 20th. 
And this is going to be Tasia Adams and Becca Kufrin going hard in that company paint to uphold <laughs> the lie of the folders. Are you ready, Pace Case? I love company paint. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Can I ask you, can we get into one yeah. of the guys? Because oh, you touched course. on this at the beginning. We need to talk about Ryan. Ryan oh, Lord. with oh, the Lord. Uh, the documents, mm-hmm. Mr. Folder. Um, first of all, couldn't even spell bachelorette right. Wait, did you notice that? Oh, yes. Bachelorette <laughs> was spelled was only one. on the folder. Um, but what were your thoughts when you found these documents? Because I mean, you guys did you and Kaylin held it in for a while. You waited a day before I would have gone straight to Michelle and I'm like, look, don't let him come down. This guy is calculated. What were your thoughts when you actually found that stuff? We actually had met the guys a day prior. So already, like, it's not like it could have. I mean, I think if we would have found it that day, like on Rose Ceremony Day, we would have probably waited as well. Just because mm-hmm. you already, you know how that night is. That night, you already have enough nerves. And honestly, we didn't want to really tell her like beforehand. So that way she is putting up a wall and meeting all these other guys. You know what I mean? Like I really wanted mm-hmm. those first impressions to be real, authentic, have fun with it. And so we decided to confront her and and, and tell her about what we had found, um, which by the way, weren't even like, hidden very hard they were literally sitting on the table so it's not like he was even trying to like you know be secretive about it it was right there mm-hmm. um and we were like oh my god is he doing schoolwork? like it wasn't really like you know we didn't know what he was doing and it said bachelor i don't even know how what word that was he <laughs> missed an e in there i'm pretty sure <laughs> but if it was my mom was watching she'd be pissed because she she's a grammar queen she oh would not god, be happy really? And Michelle's that. a teacher. It's like at least spell I mean, Michelle that you're going on the right way, man. I mean, you only you only knew for how long that you were going on the show. You might want to try to spell it correctly. But oh, regardless, he, he had he had deep long notes. He can I? Pages. I have to just tell you this Pages. too. So, well, he was one of our everything he said was so contradictory because he was our bachelor for bachelor live on stage in his city pre-COVID. So when Ben Higgins and I were on tour and hosting that oh show, God, I remember this. he was one of the bachelors and he was a fan. He would ask us questions like he knew all the ins and the outs. He was very calculated on stage. Like, so when Ben and I found out he was on this season, we had like a good little chuckle. Ben's like, I can't. He's like, I can't, I can't. But um, yeah. So when he's like, I've only seen two hours of, you know, uh, any of the shows and I don't know anything. It's like, which is also your BS right now, sir. It's also a lie because two seconds later he was like, yeah, I mean, like I would watch and see like what she would like. And so I would write it down. I'm like, hold on a second. So did you watch the show or did you not watch the show? And I'm sure Michelle didn't just walk out of the limo saying, hi, I love ice cream. Like, no, you probably Mm -hmm. watched the entire season, made notes or looked on her Instagram, something. It just was very contradictory. And he's like, no, they're just notes, like nothing that would like ever make it seem like I'm, I have like a hidden agenda when honestly, <laughs> back there at were pages. Notes that was a full, that was a full document, full detail. Like, I mean, Excel spreadsheet status, like front and back talking about how many pages women, do you think? Um, Probably uh, at least eight front and back. 
Ryan, release the notes. The world needs to see these. Believe me, honestly, I don't think you actually do. Astute observations right off the bat that he misspelled Bachelorette. Can you believe it? This was a long clip (laughs) and it had a lot in it, of course. The unwavering assault they launch against his spelling mistake is seemingly their best argument against this man's credibility, which obviously is not an argument at all. The fact that (laughs) Taisha calls him out for, in quotes, lying, as she herself is lying in this very clip. We didn't want to tell her. We decided to tell her. They made none of these decisions. That was all the producers, obviously. When we found the notes, you didn't find shit. The producers found it and put them out for you to, in quotes, find. All of this is acting. And now here, she is upholding the lie of all of that acting in the show, only corroborating all of it. And this is what we've talked about in some of our uh, prior Digging Deepers, is that these company players now will go on the podcast and they use the podcast to bolster the lie of the show so that that narrative that Tasha and Caitlin were just, oh, we decided to go have fun and snoop through the guy's stuff. Now they're going to uphold that. And we're going to get to some clips of Caitlin as well very soon. Rest is skewered. No, Clues, you don't understand. They didn't want Michelle to have walls. Yeah. That's why they waited until after she had already had her meet cute with him at the ice cream truck. At this point, when you're hearing shit like this, All I'm asking myself is, are producers talking to them before they do these podcasts or are they just doing this on their own now? Are they so deep, so entrenched in the company that they just know how to lie? Or the producer's like, look, here's what you need to say. You wanted her to have a good night one. You didn't want her to have her walls up. You have to (laughs) tell this lie. I mean, I feel like when they're saying we, they are including producers in that. I don't think she's Ah, talking about Taitlin. It's the royal we. The royal third audience we. Yeah, that's interesting. The story about how they're just sitting on the table, it reminds me so much of the Ivan phone story. Like, well, you see, the phone was locked, but the face mask had to turn off the lock on the phone and then forgot the phone. Like, exactly. Okay. And they, they've they all been players. They all know that people go through your bags. Of course. Before the hosts, the hosts aren't going through looking for drugs and paraphernalia. Of course, it's in your contract. The way this clip ends, too, with Tasha Becca's like, he should produce the notebooks. He should publish them. We want to see this. And Taylor, or, sorry, Tasha, I'm not calling everyone Taylor. Tasha. <laughs> Tasha is like, no, believe me, you don't want to see them. They're alarming. It's like, that's the end of this. We've talked about it enough. They are gone now. Moving on. She's just truncating the whole thing. Of course we want to see these fucking notes. Because they're probably not as bad as the show made them out to be. That's why we'll never see them. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see the notes. And when Koof is talking about hit her and Ben Higgins knowing him from the live show and just laughing that mm. he made it into the main game. It's just like, it's really punching down to me. I agree. You know, punching down on the night one guy. Absolutely. You know what Ryan Fox should do? He should publish in quotes, the notes, and they should just be things that he makes up now that are incredibly complimentary of everyone involved. None of the shit that was read in the show, just create entirely Mm -hmm. new documents and be, here's what I had. Here's what was actually in the notes. Publish them. Let the show refute that. Let Michelle Young refute that. That's hilarious. 
It would be, I think that would be a huge move. I think that would explode. His list of my dream girl is like, she's got a wonderful presence. Yeah. She's good with kids. She's passionate about her career. His dream girls are like <laughs> Michelle Young, Tasia Adams, Becca Kufrin, all the company players, yeah. basically Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> Anyway, here it is. Here's my dream girl list. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he should publish that. Yeah, totally. If you're out there, if you're listening to this, Ryan, make a new set of documents. We know you're probably not deep in the pit since you brought this folder onto the show. But if you are, (laughs) that's true. But if anybody listening even knows him, has access to him, send him the strategy. Make new notes, new folders that are only complimentary of the show and everyone involved publish those as though they are real. Say, this is what was actually in the show. I don't know what she was reading. Let her refute that. Let the show come at you and say, these are not the accurate documents. Let that become a story within the nation. Yeah, It will boost your Instagram for sure. (laughs) He should also do some purposeful misspellings in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like really basic words. You know, lean into it. Dale Moss style. Might as well. Look, None of these guys can spell. We saw that in the fifth grade challenge as well. So that must be a prerequisite to be a player in our beloved game. But that was our first clip from Bachelor Happy Hour on October 20th last week. It's worth listening. That's not. This is the only clip you need to hear from it. I'm just going to be real with you. <laughs> trying to get that out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was trying to company man for them a little bit there. But I'm like, you know what? This is the the only clip you needed. Keeping it real and authentic with clues. (laughs) That's right. I want to make sure your walls are not up. Now we're going to move on to our second clip. This clip comes to us from the Chatty Broads. This is an episode that they aired on October 21st. In it, Jess Ambrose and Becca Martinez are weighing in on the folders and they talk about a strategy that they might have used had they been in-game. Here is the clip. I'll tell you this much, Ryan. Though I find it creepy that you have documentation um, (laughs) and that you brought it with you, that it wasn't just like flashcards beforehand, um, (laughs) I have no problem with someone bringing in a strategy book. I have a problem with lying relentlessly. You know what I mean? I'm like, if 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 you're gonna literally bring a strategy book there... And you know how like strict everything is when you're on set. I would just be like, I'm going to just run with it. And when she confronts me about it, I would just be like, yeah, I want to be really prepared. You already just say this. Like, look, I've been watching the show for years. Me and my friends and family are all obsessed. And prior to this, I thought it was just a TV show. But having even talked to you for like 10 minutes, this is so real to me. And I can tell you, honestly, like this is not no longer about a show anymore. This is about a connection with you. Beautiful. Beautiful. You're like, I was also on the show. (laughs) And my thing, too, is it's like if you if he could have just been like literally been like, hey, I have to be honest with you about some of my fault, my flaws. I I think I'm a good guy. I'm demeaning. I'm demanding. (laughs) But I can be I can really go for what I want and Uh I can be overconfident and that can be a, a put off to some people. And I know there's some really good people in this franchise who have become villains just because they're very confident. And so I just really want to make sure I don't want to walk away from this damaged So I'm really going to try to make an effort and I want to remind myself and make sure that like, you know, going in. But I'm going to be honest with you about that. I want a good connection with you, but I might come off to the guys this way because when I see something I want, I go for it. I go for it. Mm -hmm. So we get here 
Essentially, Jess and Becca saying they would play a 4TRR honesty strategy and say, yes, I made these notes, but that's not what it's about for me. Now I'm here for you. I've had this connection with you, this amazing night one and Mm -hmm. the notes I came in to be prepared, but I wasn't prepared for how much I really actually like you. Love level one here and hopefully all is forgiven. A beautiful pivot. Yeah, beautiful pivot. Interesting strategy. I don't think it would work though. I have to be honest with the chatty broads here. I don't think that would work in the contemporary game because the lead's only objective is to dismiss 29 of 30 players. That is their job as a lead. And as soon as you give them a reason to do it that will not turn the fourth audience against you, you will do it. So even the the fact that the folders are there at all, you're pretty much fucked. This is how I might have played <laughs> had I been Ryan, had I been uh-huh. in his shoes. I found these folders. I'm looking through all the shit. Oh my God. I would pivot into a PTC. That would be a lie. But I would say, listen, I have a learning disability and my entire life it has crippled me. I'm bad memorizing stuff. I'm bad with knowing things about people and I have to write things out and I have to put things in order like this. It's the only way my brain can handle things. Then see if she can dismiss you. Jesus. I don't think she would have been able to. That's how I would have played it. I mean, I think that would have worked. I do too. Uh... I don't know if I endorse that uh, type of move, but I think it would be successful. I'm not saying it's <laughs> nice or honest. I'm saying it probably would have worked. That's all I'm talking about. Surviving the round. That's what you're trying to do in all these cases. I think that that's just generally a good idea if you're caught in a quagmire to improv a PTC. You know, yes. whatever is related to the current thing at hand so that, you know... They're seeing it one way, but actually there's a different backstory mm-hmm. to back it up and paint yourself in a in a different light. Here's another way to go about it. This is potentially career suicide within our beloved game, but would have made for some interesting hmm. fucking TV. You tell Michelle Young, what the fuck? I don't know what those are. I've never seen them before. I think the producers are fucking with us here. Mm-hmm. Then it's on the producers. But they wouldn't air that. Great. Don't air it. Yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking was being like, oh, this is this is uh, Spencer's stuff. <laughs> exactly. I don't know who put this shit in here. I think you could have turned it on the second audience or on the third audience and forced either one of them to be like, I, I don't know what... You could pivot very easily and turn this attack against you into an attack against someone else. Lying, of course. But can you imagine if he would have said the producers made those documents up just for this moment to like try and trick you essentially. Now she doesn't trust the producers mm-hmm. and everything you're in control of that game at that point, at least for night one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't have known that it would have happened, but it would have been a, a smart strategy. I agree. Well, too bad for Ryan. He didn't use any of these strategies that either the chatty broads or we have now proffered forth <laughs> for him. However much of your moral compass you're willing to give up, there's a spectrum of different uh, ways you could have gone. (laughs) If you're in the fucking game, you want to play to win, in my opinion. And The Bachelor Uh is nothing if not a game of lying and manipulation. I mean, that is really at the core of it what it is. Lying in one way or another. I'm not saying maybe it's like a, a literal verbal lie, but at the very least, even... 
your goat, the great Caitlin Bristow. <gasps> oh, we're going to hear some lies from her right now in these next clips. Oh, but even when she was playing, she kind of implied a lie that she would ever move to Arlington, Iowa <laughs> with fucking Chris Souls and live on his farm. You're right. That was a season of lies. <laughs> they were all lying in that way, at the very least. Like, oh, yeah, I don't mind coming to fucking live in your 100-person town. I mean, I guess in some cases, they did overtly lie. They overtly said, yeah, I would love to live here. <laughs> That's fucking just blatant lie. But even, like, appearing in the show, knowing that he's The Bachelor, that at least is an implied lie. So... That's the basis of the game, in my opinion. But now we're going to move on. These next six clips come from an episode of Off the Vine from October 21st, in which Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick are basically talking about the folders, the folders, the folders. There is some company manning in this uh, series of clips at a level that I'm not sure I'm comfortable with. Certainly that I've never heard before coming from anyone. Oh, God. I'm not ready. <laughs> I know. I'm very curious to see what your reaction is to all this kind of stuff. It's like some of this shit is like Nick Vial level. I'm being real. With you. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to start this off with this first clip. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. Feed me the lies. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip and how we react to it and all of the other clips that we have coming up in the rest of this Digging Deeper, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. You join us in the bottom of the pit and you're going to get the rest of this episode. You're going to get the rest of what is now about 30 episodes that we have in our Patreon. You can listen to them all. There's a bunch of stuff like this Digging Deeper where we go through different podcasts and break down the most important stuff that people are saying. There's also a bunch of episodes that are the top 10 takeaways of various seasons. There's also episodes where we talk about the producers. There's one episode where we make some predictions and that episode came out on April 19th. And let me just tell you, some of those predictions are already coming true. So you might want to go back and listen to that one. And we got a wide array of YouTube clips in there, Creatures of the Weekend, and you're going to get access to our Discord, which allows you to join in the ongoing conversation with everybody at the bottom of the pit. And you can also upload your screams to that Discord channel, and we will play one of those every Friday on This Week in Bachelor Nation. So I hope that you can join us in the bottom of the pit very soon. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit. You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit, you can get it in. Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit if you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. 
As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious. And I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program... It has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine, tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. 
She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Mm -hmm. 